Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, Maddie Poppy's joining me right now. Maddie, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to, to be talking to you. Uh, last time I talked to you was uh, right after you won American Idol, and a lot has happened since then uh, that hopefully we can we can touch. Um, but first and foremost, you have a Christmas album that's out now. It's called uh, Christmas from Home. I just listened to it earlier today, and I love it. Uh, tell me a little bit about the, the the making of that album for you. Thank you. Um, well, you know, I um, I 2020 obviously was rough for everybody, but. Um, I wanted to put out some new music, but I didn't have any ready. Um, and um, also, I I kind of just wanted to do something acoustic. And um, one of my good friends, uh, they wanted to produce it. So, um, so yeah, it was. Um, that's kind of how it came together. Yeah, I, and I I was listening to it earlier today, and you know, I'm somebody. You can call me a Grinch if you want. I hate Christmas music. <laughs> I, I just. I, I'm not a fan of it. My birthday is the 23rd of December. So I'm like, I just didn't get to my birthday. Then I can get in the Christmas mood. But I listened to your record and I'm like, this is some of the best arrangements for these songs I've heard in a very long time. Um, and, and one that I was particularly interested in was uh, Jingle Bell Rock um, because I, I don't know, I felt like there was something different about it. How did you approach arranging these songs? Because obviously everyone and their mothers has covered this song, these songs. How did you arrange them? Well, thank you, first of all. And I, I got to say, um, I, I understand where you're coming from with Christmas. I have some friends who like have birthdays on Christmas. And the thing is, is it's like, everybody's all pumped about Christmas and you probably forget. You probably feel like forgotten about. Right. So, you know, for me, I feel like people go from like, th- from, from like Halloween straight to Christmas. And I'm like, yep. there's Turkey day and my birthday in between that. I don't care about anything else except for those two things. <laughs> I, oh, I, I understand that a little bit, but I don't have it as bad as you, I guess. Um, but uh, yes, on the arrangements, um, that was my good friend, uh, Drew Taubenfeld, who um, is a pedal steel player. And I don't know that he's really done a ton of producing, but, um, you know, he wanted to he wanted to uh, hop on uh, that record. And uh, yeah, he I can't take credit for any of the arrangements because he pretty much came up with all of those himself and um, sent them over to me. And then I approved them. I mean, I'm sure there were little tweaks here and there, but I I really can't take the credit for those arrangements. Well, that's the one thing that, you know, I'm surprised to hear because when you were on Idol, every song you did, you made your own. Uh, and I, I still remember, I think it was, um, I think you did a song from like Lion King or or, or some, I forgot what it was. It was the Jungle Book, but yeah. Same. Jungle Book, yes. Jungle Book. And I was just, that's the moment I knew you were going to win American Idol was that song. Um, but, you know, so that surprises me. The one thing that I will say about, about this record, uh, Christmas from Home, it's available right now is your vocals are completely on point. Um, I was actually blown away just in how clear everything sounded and how good you sounded. Not that you sound bad, but just I was just reminded how good you were. Um, considering this is the first record you put out since Whirlwind, right? Yes, it is. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it was the first record I put out since Whirlwind, and it was actually um, my first independent album I've put out since, um, since American Idol. And so that was... Um, 
you know, I've, I've put out stuff independently before, but obviously I did it before I kind of had the platform of American Idol. And um, so it was interesting to see the response on it. Yeah. So, you know, I'll, we'll talk about your, you know, you becoming independent here in just a second, but I do want to point out um, for anybody who's listening to this, this comes out just a few days, a little less than a week before your Christmas show. Is it a live stream? It, um, what show are we talking about? The the one on the 28th, the Christmas um, from the basement in. Uh, oh, in, yes. In There's a live stream for that show. Yes. Yep. That's in Nashville. So head over to uh, maddiepoppy.com to find out more information on that. But I, I wanted to plug that real quick. And this is coming out with perfect timing for that. Uh, why did you decide to do a live stream of a, a Christmas live stream after Christmas? Because it's on the 28th. Well, you know, I'm currently on a Christmas tour. I'm actually doing a show here in about uh, 50 minutes. Um, and uh, Nashville was one of the stops. And they had said that they wanted to do um, a live stream. Uh, of that show. And uh, yeah, I, I know that other people are excited about that one. And um, I'm, I'm glad it's happening kind of towards the end of the tour. And I know it is after Christmas. So that will be interesting to see if people are still in the mood to hear Christmas songs after it's over. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely I need to I need to report back to how how people reacted to the music, because yeah. I, I feel you know, like I said, I'm, I'm over Christmas, like the minute Christmas starts playing, but I would go and enjoy a Christmas concert, um, especially if it was. You know what? I, I can I can relate with that because I'm another I'm I'm another person who like I don't love Christmas music. And I'm going to be honest, I never saw myself releasing a Christmas album because I feel like a lot of people get made fun of when they release Christmas music because it's like, oh, of course you would do a Christmas album. And I never wanted to be that person, but I guess I'm that person now. Hey, you know what? It, it it works though. It's the right season, uh, and anybody who really who truly complains about it, they just need to find a better hobby than to be complaining about stuff. Um, so let's let's talk about you know uh, you becoming independent here because you actually were on my friend Brett Allen's show uh, a couple weeks back, and yeah. you talked about that being released uh, or, or being dropped from the label uh, shook you, and it was probably a little bit of a surprise for you. Tell me a little bit about that process, if you can, of coming to terms with the fact that it was it Hollywood Records that yep. you know. Did they drop you or did you decide to leave or was it kind of a mutual thing? Like what happened there? Yeah, they dropped me. Um, and it was just, um, it was totally out of the blue. I didn't see that coming. And I just kind of, uh, I was ready to release an album and, uh, I got a call just randomly and they said, uh, Hey, we're not putting out your album and you're not with the record label anymore. And, um, obviously in the middle of like everything that was going on in May of 2020, there was obviously a lot a lot of other stuff and a lot of um, bigger losses that people were dealing with. So I say that, you know, if that was the hardest part of my 2020, then I had it pretty good. Um, but, you know, it still was like surprising and shocking. And um, it took me a while to kind of like get my feet back on the ground and, and, and keep going. I, I felt like I was kind of just like at the bottom of a mountain looking at the top, <laughs> wondering like, how am I going to do this by myself? Because I was so used to then, by then I was so used to everybody doing everything, you know, marketing, radio team, figuring out, I mean, literally ev everything. I had a team of, you know, I don't know how many people work for that label, 150, 200 people. Um, and then it was just down to me. And uh, that was a hard thing to kind of realize. Um, but, um, but, uh, I finally got, um, I kind of like, I finally kind of pulled my big girl pants up and said, you know what, you have to do it. So, um, so I'm, I'm, I'm making music again and I'm doing it independently. And that's something that I, 
was scared to do for a long time, but I don't really have another option. And uh, now that I'm doing it, I realize um, it wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. I think that's a lot of, I think a lot of times we, uh, when I say the mountain reference, like I think a lot of people think of stuff like that. Like, I know I always think things are going to be worse than they are. Or like, if it's a scary situation, I think of the, the worst possible thing that could happen. And, um, and uh, it turns out it's not, it's not that bad. And um, I'm doing it. So. So are, are you open to, to going with another label at some point? Cause I know a lot of times when people, you know, experience that type of momentary setback, they decide not to go through the process of trying to find another label. Uh, and then they find out in the process of doing things independently that they have a little bit more creative freedom. Um, I know David Cook, you know, season seven, Wonder of American Idol, he had commented that his first independent record was the most creative freedom he felt since winning Idol. I think Chris Allen had said something similar. So, you know, do you feel like a label might be something that you would be open to doing again in the future? Or do you like the the freedom of being independent uh, now that you have one, you know, project down as an independent artist? I do like the freedom. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I, when I was with Hollywood, I felt like I had all the freedom in the world because, you know, that was kind of an arranged marriage. When I won the show, it was kind of like, okay, you're signing this girl and um, you got to, you got to work with it. And I think they had a budget. They were kind of like, we don't know what to do with the singer songwriter girl. So let's just let her do whatever she wants. And that was nice, but it also, um, was, uh, felt like sometimes I was navigating it myself. And, um, and so, yeah, I mean, there was definitely like a little bit of direction there, but now I feel like I've got all the direction and it took me a while to figure out what I wanted my sound to be and what, um, what I wanted to do, but I think I finally found it and I'm excited about it. And, uh, the next time, you know, if I do get signed by a label again, at least I'll know, like I'm getting signed because, um, that label believes in my music and believes in me and wants to, um, wants to help, um, me in my journey. So, uh, I mean, until then, you know, I guess, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep doing it, uh, alone. (laughs) Well, the good thing is, is you have a pretty, pretty good fan base too. Like they, I've seen them interact with you. They seem passionate about what you're doing. So I think that's going to help you in a, in a, in a long, you know, long-term setting. Have you considered doing something along the lines of like a Patreon or, or some sort of uh, fan funded initiative to be able to help fund the, the, the music that you're putting out? Because obviously making music isn't cheap. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is very, very expensive. And even with the independent, rate you know which is like you know i don't know 15 percent of what a label would pay it's still so expensive um and i understand that it's expensive because on on the other end of things if i were to pay you know four thousand dollars for a song and then something massive happened with that song and it did great the producer still only got four grand out of that. You know, they don't, they don't see the the royalties on it. So I understand that the price tag sometimes has to be, has to be more intense. Um, but um, I forgot the question that you just asked. I'm so sorry. Oh, no worries. Uh, the question was, you know, have you considered doing some sort of like fan? Oh, uh, Patreon. Um, listen, I have considered that over and over. And I also have like, I have a ton of emails constantly from uh, the people at Cameo that want me to do the Cameo thing. The problem is I am, 
I don't know if I have commitment issues or if I'm, I don't know what it is, but I am a little afraid to commit to this Patreon thing and know that people are paying for this every month and that I have to deliver and I have to deliver something awesome because these people have to get their money's worth. That's what scares me. And so for right now, I'm thinking I'm not going to do a Patreon because I don't like to overpromise and underdeliver, and I don't want people to be um, disappointed when they're paying for something. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely um, something that I've experienced in the past trying to do fun, you know, um, community funded stuff is definitely uh, if there's even a slight mishap, you know, you forget. You you have to reset. I I asked that for a second. What did you say, something? Oh, no, I was just saying, yeah, I think it'd be so easy if I got like, who knows, like I could have like a dead month and then the next month be like crazy. And then I forget to upload to Patreon and then be a mess, you know. (laughs) Yeah, then you know, there's going to be like four or five people who are going to be upset about it. And then those people just make a a huge mess out of that. So uh, you were recently on Kelly Clarkson's show. Uh, Did you have a chance to chat with her about, you know, uh, her experience on American Idol or did she give you any advice, uh, you know, when you were chatting with her i did not get the chance to chat with her because it was a pre-recorded thing so it was recorded in a totally different studio and then they just played it on the show um however i have met kelly clarkson before and i did have a conversation with her um a pretty in-depth one actually um uh and i know this sounds corny and and probably like come on maddie when i say this but um i i feel like i my mindset was changed after i talked with her i talked with her right after i got off the show and um i saw her backstage at the radio disney music awards and um she was so casual and so the most human like person in this industry that i had met and i like i I, she's exactly how you'd expect her to be and um i you know, I, I was so, I had met so many people that were just, um, you know, lights, camera, action, full makeup, full hair all the time, looking the best, you know? And um, I, when I met Kelly Clarkson, she had no makeup on, she was in sweatpants and it was like, she was just like a normal person and um, just talked to me like she didn't even realize she was Kelly Clarkson. And um, it, uh, I don't know, I was changed after that experience. Cause I thought, man, people, love Kelly Clarkson. And the thing that I love about her is just that she is, she is, that's how she is, that she's just a normal, normal person. And um, yet she has a massive career. And I was like, man, I, I wish I could be more like her. So um, she's definitely um, an inspiration for me. Yeah, that's, that's awesome that you were able to experience that. You know, I've, I've, I haven't worked with her, but there've been plenty of artists where I look at them and they're like so humble. And then I've dealt with other people who I feel are, aren't as talented uh, or as successful who are just like complete divas. I'm just like, you don't have the right to act this way when so-and-so, you know, is. I feel the same way. I'm like, if Kelly Clarkson is that humble and normal, then no one ever can be a diva. Exactly. I mean, I, I ran into Carrie Underwood at American Idol a couple of years ago and I was so like blown away with how nice and down to earth she was. And I'm like, you're one of the, like, you're, probably the greatest country star of this generation and you're like the nicest person in the world she is she is literally like an angel like when i say like a like a living breathing angel like first of all i mean she she is she looks 
perfect all the time. She is so sweet and so nice and everybody loves her and she's so successful. She never hits a bad note. Never have I heard her hit a bad note. And also, um, she's never ever been in any drama or any, um, you know, she's never been in, in the magazine, like, you know, that there's like drama going on or that she's been in trouble with something like I'm, I'm convinced that she is, um, she's not human. She's so perfect. No, yeah, she, I'm kidding, but she is. Um, yeah, she is definitely like set the bar so high that no one can ever. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with, with that. So uh, the live show begins December 28th, just a couple days away. Uh, head over to maddiepoppy.com for more information on that. The uh, the record Christmas from Home, it's out now on uh, on Apple Music, Spotify, and probably anywhere else you can find music at. Uh, before I let you go here real quick, I, I have a couple quick speed round questions for you. Um, you know, Number one, you're on tour right now. Uh, what's one thing that you had to pack with you uh, to make this tour feel a little bit less like uh, being away from home? My slippers, because hotel, <laughs> hotel room floors are gross. Yes, I agree with that. Uh, what's what's one place on tour that you've eaten that, that uh, like, it's a go-to place for you that you'll go back in the future? gosh i went i went to this this um golf it's like a mini golf restaurant but they have this special chicken chicken and waffles that's in denver colorado and i went there when i was on the ingrid michelson tour um but i i didn't get the chance to go back on this tour but i'm sorry i know these are supposed to be speed round questions let me tell you um let me give you a novel quick (laughs) uh okay so last one here um the one thing that you want for christmas that you that's like an unrealistic Christmas gift idea. Um, I want a paved driveway. A, pa- a paved driveway? That's very, um, come on. Nobody's going to buy me a paved driveway, but I want a paved driveway. Do you have like a, a dirt driveway or, or? It's gravel. It's gravel. Oh, gravel. It's be paved. And I, oh no, here's, here's, a, here's a real unrealistic. I want a heated driveway. <laughs> that way I net, no one ever has to clear it from snow. And- shovel it and on top of that i want the walkway to my house to be uh heated also and i want a heated coat you know that i don't have much that sounds like living in california because it's just warm enough that your your floor would never be cold (laughs) listen heated floors are a luxury in iowa they are (laughs) they are uh man i'm telling you heated anything i saw a girl with a heated coat the other day and i'm about to buy one had a phone charger in the pocket too yeah, I, I, I know a couple of good ones. I'll send you some links. Really? Okay, cool. <laughs> All right. Well, Maddie Poppy, again, uh, the album's out now, Christmas from Home, uh, and then Catch Her on the 28th for her Christmas live stream. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me on tour. Uh, and w- when, when can we expect some new music? We can expect some new music at the beginning of the year. Sweet. 2022. Maddie, thanks so much. Yeah, I can't promise you any dates yet, but just look out for it. Well, send it my way so I can do a review of it, and then we'll have you back on the podcast around that time, too. Perfect. Cool. All right. Maddie, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Hey, have a good show tonight. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you again. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll send you a link to um, a, a heated sweater that my, or a heated jacket that my friend has. Okay, do that. Do that. Yeah. I, well, I'll, I'll be on your Instagram in like five minutes. <laughs> okay, thanks. Okay, see you later. Right. Bye. Bye.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.